Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby Be Better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, and with our good buddy King. Rangers suck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good to be back. It's been too long. It's been too long since I've been on here. Oh God, this is great. Uh, how you doing, Jimbo? I'm I'm doing good. Um, we're just gonna jump right into this. Um, I must be the good luck charm for your Devils. Oh, what's this? What's well, this? Because I watched uh, game one. I, they won game one, right? No, Devils got destroyed in game one. Okay, so the first game they won, I watched that one, and then that I, was on. That was two Saturdays ago. Yes, I I was up at my family's house in Pennsylvania. Uh, to watch that game with the, with the family and with the Ranger fan fiance, <laughs> um, that was fun. And then you know I got busy. Um, you know once I went to visit some family and other things like that, so right, I, right, I, didn't, right. I didn't really get to watch the rest of the um, the series. But I knew I went to Game Seven. I actually did listen to Game Six, so I didn't watch it. I listened to it, and I was like, man, this is fucking brutal. Um, but then I did watch Game Seven, and you know, two games I watched, two W's for you. You know, maybe maybe I'm a good luck charm. Maybe you should put a uh, a, a good word in for me for the Devils to get some playoff tickets. Uh, no, we're Flyers fans, <laughs> so no, and no, there's no way a Flyers fan's a good luck charm. So no, <laughs> that's definitely not it. I, I I I'll take it as. Uh, my niece, my goddaughter, she was super into the series. She was, 
had all the superstition stuff going on. Like she had to watch the game, but she had to watch it upstairs because the devil scored when she was upstairs, not downstairs. <laughs> so I, I got her doing all the, the weird, wacky, superstitious stuff already. So uh, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take her as being the good luck charm in, in all that happened. And I'll tell you what, man, the, those first two games were not great. Not great. We looked flat. Vanacek didn't look good, and and he looked good all year. I figured Vanacek is top guy. You know, he really is a top guy. Yeah. But those first two games, five to one, five to one, we looked listless. Uh, we were doing dump and chase. Didn't have a good attack. Had no defense whatsoever. Um, and so now you're sitting there. You're down 0-2 after losing twice at home, and you're like. Well, shit. Now we got to go to MSG. Now we got like it's like not, not only are we going to lose, we're going to lose to the fucking Rangers in the first round after a great set. Me and you, listen, we almost got into a fight over this. Me and you, you were getting granted. You were a little. You, I think you were intoxicated. Most so likely. I think there's a problem there. <laughs> but uh, because my whole thing was like the, the 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 crux of the argument, not even an argument, the disagreement that we had. Okay. Was uh, your view of it was well, nobody expected the Devils to be this good this year, so any the fact that they made the playoffs should be good enough. Yeah. My point was at the beginning of the year, no, nobody thought the Devils was going to be this good. But the fact of the matter is, as the year goes on, and we just keep getting better and better and better, and when you're one of the top three teams in the league, um. No, you expect more than a first round exit. Like there's no the, there's no consolation prize for that. It's like it, it's not like it's not like we got in as a wild card. It's not like we got in as the third team in a division. It's not like we squeaked in or we're just like, oh man, what a good plucky story. No, this was oh, finally, all that talent that the Devils have been drafting and kind of cultivating has come together and they are a powerhouse. Yeah. Like you don't want to leave in the first round um you know like would you would you go to a boston fan right now and say you know what though guys you had a real record-breaking season this year so you guys should really be okay with how you did like no that's not how that happens you know i would say it's uh, yeah and then you would get murdered <laughs> by a bunch of angry bostoners so yeah you wicked stupid what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bad at accents. You know, but, we'll, uh, we'll get back to the Devils here in a second, but I, I want to give a quick shout-out to, to uh, the Pat McAfee show when they did the retirement of the, the Boston jersey. Of the pasta jersey? That oh, was my fucking that God. That was funny. That, that was... I, I, I was at lunch, and I'm fucking crying, laughing, and everybody's looking at me like I'm nuts, and I'm just like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dude, that, was, that was pure... Con- I love- <clears throat> Pardon me, still getting over a cold here. Uh, that was pure, uh, pure comedy, pure genius. Loved it absolutely. And, and as anybody who listens to us knows, we're huge McAfee fans here. So, yeah. um, but that was that was, and and that's the thing about it, man. You have to look at that and be like, you're Boston. You were up three to one. You have the best statistical year of any hockey team in the history of hockey, and. You go out like that, like you lose three straight games. Not even that uh, though, but you, you lose in that last minute. 
uh, or, or uh, let them score in that last minute of regulation. Get them tied up with just under a minute left after you had t- finally taken a lead. I think they took the lead with something like three minutes left or three, four, three minutes, something like that. Like so, they had just recently taken that lead. It's like, oh, that's Boston's closing the door finally. To, maybe they finally woke up and are doing something. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and then and then those cardiac cats, baby. <laughs> Cardiac, meow. Got to come back and get them, and uh, and sure enough, they did. And listen, Boston had their chances in the overtime too. Uh, I think was it Marchand or or somebody had a breakaway there yeah. for an, an overtime. Uh, Bob Ross, he came up good. Swayman came. That's that's going to be good. Why was Swayman in that and not Omar? That's the question. I don't know for Boston either. Like that, I I, I feel. Um. Like I, I, I know Boston lost the last two games with him in there, but I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would have run with, I, I would have run with Omar personally. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it is what it is. That's why the hockey playoffs are what they are, man. You know, you, you have the best team in the history of hockey. You get to go home, man. President's Cup trophy, and that's what I didn't want for the Devils. Devils, like the third best team in the NHL this year. Third or fourth, somewhere record wise. Why didn't you want Boston and, uh, to go home? What's that? Why didn't you want Boston to go home early? No, I didn't want the Devils to go. Home. Oh, oh, okay. I, I thought you, the way you, I it, didn't want that for the Devils. No, but I don't give a shit about Boston. Okay. I no, I thought maybe you wanted something like you want the Devils to play the Boston. So Devils. No, no, no okay. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who the Devils to play. Like okay. I just, I didn't want the Devils to go home. And I know a lot of people are looking at it like, oh, what a Rangers, like the Rangers failure. Rangers are a failure, and it's like, yeah, but. Like if you watched that game seven and you yeah. did, apparently, yeah. Like even me, and I'm a Devils fan, but I, 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 I had to take myself out of it for a minute and look at it just objectively. Holy shit, are the Devils fucking fast? Oh my god, yeah. Not- they are a fast dude. The Devils are fast as shit. They so, just, just, just look at Jack Hughes. Even being interfered uh, multiple times, he blew by three guys to have a one on one. Uh, shot unbelievably fast team and in watching that game and and you see afterwards you hear everybody talking about it not the espn analysts because they were too busy sucking a ranger's asshole yeah Uh, but like you hear everybody afterwards it's like you watched that game you never had the feeling that the rangers were ever in control of that game that game was in the even when it was nothing, nothing after the first period, even after it's all back and forth, there was never a point where you felt, oh, this is where the Rangers are going to turn it. This is where the oh the Rangers are really getting momentum. Oh, the Rangers like the Rangers were never in that game. See, the only point and, of that game that I felt like the Rangers may have the door open a little bit to get back into it, and this was like the first period. I think it was or no second period because it was one nothing, and the Devils. Got called for, I think it was the first stupid penalty. Um, it seemed like they had that, and then they started to kind of uh, like get nervous a little bit. Uh, and then on the Ball pe- got the, the immediate penalty yeah. for uh, uh, delay a game because it went out. Which, by the way, I hate that penalty. That's, I think yeah, that's get rid stupid. of it. But, um, but that uh, was the only time. But then, you know, obviously the Devils killed it. And, uh, and then that's the thing, too. When you get those two kills like that back to back, yeah, and I think the Rangers had one shot on goal for both of those. It's like not only now does that boost the Devils' confidence, but now if you're the Rangers too, like, and you kind of saw it, it drained them. And then you got to the third period, 
and it would there was not the Rangers had nothing. Yeah. Like you're talking about your seasons on the line. You you got to do something. And like uh one I heard one of the analysts say uh the Rangers are they're, they're, they put the puck in the zone and then the Devils immediately get it out. Yeah. When the Devils get into the Rangers zone, they were there, they'd set it up, you pass it around, they spent a good minute, minute and a half in there. Uh, you know, they always kept the puck in there. They got a couple good offensive chances. With the Rangers, they dumped the puck in and the Devils would immediately get it out. Yeah. And the Rangers never had a chance to really set up or do anything. And that third period was a microcosm of that. And uh like it, it was it was enjoyable. No, oh, yeah. Uh, not for the wife. She was not happy with it. She, uh, you know, she finally went to bed with about, uh, I want to say, three minutes left in the game because it started late too. Yeah. So it started late, and you know she had to go to work, and she had all that kind of stuff anyway. So I, I get that. Um, and she was tired and whatever. If the Rangers were winning, she wouldn't. She would have been fine. I think she would have found the energy. Um, but. You know, so she went to bed, and then, so of course, Devils win, all that kind of stuff. I go to bed. I'm being nice. I'm just going to bed. I go yeah, to hug bullshit. I, no, I seriously, <laughs> like I'm like, okay, good night, Bob. I love you, everything like that. And she goes, she goes, just goes, get off me, trying to sleep. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, okay, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that kind of night. All right, well, there we go. You know, normally I'd be upset, but I wasn't because the Devils going on to the second round. Rangers are going home. Oh fuck the Rangers! I love it. It's so great. Oh, it's so I, I do want to pick. I do want to say something here. You know, obviously the refs were fucking terrible. Uh, at least so, in Game Seven, I don't know how they were all, all the series, but Game right. Seven they were terrible. They were terrible all series, and they've been. Here's the thing: they've been terrible throughout the play. Through, through, you look at any playoff series, you look at any of these things. They have not been good. Yeah, but like. Looking at it in this series, this, they were especially not good with this one, and it seemed to be not good all in favor of the Rangers. And yeah. people trying to say, no, that's not it. No, the Devils are just taking stupid penalties. And granted, there were a couple of stupid Devils penalties that we yeah. took. I, I, I know that. I'm not going to sit there and say every call is a bad call. Like, I know th- there's certain things where, like, you know, if a guy steps on your stick and he falls, they're going to call tripping. Whether you tripped him or not, you know, he stepped on your stick. But that's just – that's the nature of the game. Yeah. Sucks, but it is what it is. Um, but there were other calls. Like, they called devils for interference calls that were nonsense. And then they don't call them three times against the Rangers when they're fucking assaulting Jack Hughes. <laughs> like, come on. Like, let's – uh, let's be serious. And so even with that, like, like I'll, I'll sit there, I'll put my fan hat on for a second and say the devils not only beat the Rangers, but we beat the refs. Um, and, uh, and now we're on to the second round, man. And it, 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 it first time in 11 years, well, it's been and, a long fucking time, man. And the reason why I, I brought up about the, the refs and the penalty, and I'm, I'm, I, I know this is not a rule. I wish the NHL would do something about this when, um, it was late in the game, uh, either late second period or third period. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but you'll know what play I'm talking about. Devils had the puck coming down. Um, New York Rangers goalie comes out. Devils guy slides underneath him and takes takes the goalie out as the puck you know goes away. Right. The Rangers guy drew a roughing penalty. Right. Okay. If you watch that video, the, the the Rangers guy sees his goalie 
not really moving too much. Net wide open with Devils players coming down and took that penalty after or during that that puck was going into the net. After the Devils got and they shot at the net and they scored. I thought they scored. And the place was so fucking loud you couldn't hear the the, the whistle. You know it, what it, happened was because I was at the at the moment I was upset because again I thought like they blew the whistle. I heard the whistle too. Yeah, and I was like motherfucker. But I see what happened. I know what happened, and so like I'm less upset about it. But like it still could have been like uh, I I wouldn't have thrown the arm up then at that point anyway. But <clears throat> pardon me. Because what happened was, is Shesterkin came out, yeah, to play the puck. Now the Rangers player, who I believe was Miller, pushed, kind of rode Nico Heischer, the Devils captain, into Shesterkin, into his own goaltend. Yeah, like they're both chasing for the puck. They're both doing all that. Shesterkin comes out. Nico has nowhere to go, so he crashes into Shesterkin. But Shesterkin's outside of his crease. It's not goaltender interference in that, at, at, at that point because he didn't do it on purpose. He was rode into him by the opposing player um, and all that stuff. Then Miller goes ahead and starts trying to beat the shit out of Nico in the corner Yeah. after they both land there while the puck is still free. The ref raises his arm when the Rangers go to clear because the penalty's already been called. Once the Rangers touch the puck, the whistle's blown. It's a dead play. Even though then the Devils get the puck and they score – it doesn't matter because the penalty was called on the Rangers. So yeah. as soon as the Rangers touch the puck, whistle blows dead play. So part of me is like, I wish they hadn't called that penalty at that moment and let the rest of the play uh, play out. Yeah. But that's the second time where a Ranger player pushed our guy into their goaltender and then tried to say that it was the devil's guy fault. And I'm like, listen, like protect your goaltender number one yeah and two stop trying to get penalties against the devils with you pushing our guys it, like it, like it, uh, I, again ranger fans are just they're they're khaki wearing casuals they don't know the fucking sport they're fucking they're they're terrible fans they're all suits you know, they're 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 all the the rich fucking you know business up men or the people who know the businessman or the girls that are fucking the businessman or whatever. Yeah. You go to a Ranger game. That's the joke, man. You go to a Ranger game, you see more khakis and ties and blazers than you do any fucking Rangers jersey. <laughs> you know, that shit's fucking terrible. So, um, fuck them, fuck the Rangers, <laughs> fuck their fan base. Um, and then you'll, one I, other even though thing, I am currently engaged to a Ranger fan, I still hate all Ranger fans. So <laughs> I don't know. That's something I'll probably have to deal with in therapy. But whatever. Um, but I, I, I'm just, I'm glad we didn't lose them. Yeah, I'm glad because my mood today would be a lot different. The only other thing I would, next month. I would say about uh, that win too for Game Seven is your goalie. Had to be on what like, a revelation that kid had is. to be on W or something. The, the the focus he had, holy fuck, dude! I love that kid. Great tie in, though, too. By the way, all, all day um, I was thinking about it. <laughs> and that's the one thing, if you know, I noticed too. If you looked at the two goaltenders, if you looked at Akira Schmid when they put him in, and you look at Shesterkin, Schmid when he makes a save, it was okay, made a save, 
Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Whatever. He's like, that's all you, you got. Circuit maker stave, and it was like, oh, I'm flopping. Look at my arms go all the way up. I gotta drop to look at how wow I'm extending myself. Wee! Like, I was like, why is he flopping all around? Like, you don't need to fucking flop with every save. Yeah, you don't have to whip the fucking glove up to make a save. Like, that's like it was it was pointless. So, uh, I, I got to tell you, when we put Akira Schmidt in for Game Three. I was a little weary because didn't see a lot of the kid this year. Um, you know, again, it's kind of one of those unknown unknowns. Like, you, you know, like yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, I know he played a couple games. I think he was like a, a, a nine and nine or something for the Devils this year when he played. So he played a couple games, not a, not a whole lot, not yeah. a ton. But you're like, I don't know, man, because Vanacek was who Vanacek was, and it's like, you know, he was our guy all year. So now we're going with a kid who played you know, uh, a, a fraction of a fraction of the fraction of the games. It's like, I don't know. But then you see how we played in game three and you see how we played in game for the rest of the series, really. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, this kid is not only is the kid good, but he's, he's got what he's, he's got that. We it's, it's a weird goaltender thing. Like, he he's got if you're a goaltender you're either fucking absolutely insane or you're like stone cold i think or, you yeah, know I like think he has either way of... you could be you can appear psychotic yeah. either way and i think you have to be psychotic to be a goaltender uh don't get me wrong uh but like sometimes you're like fucking nuts like a eddie belfort or a billy smith or yeah. a curtis joseph somebody like that or you're fucking stone cold like you just Oh, made a save. Don't matter. Oh, you know, complete like even emotion kind of thing. Like he, he, you look at that kind of guy, and he would he could stab you to death without you know batting an eye. You know, that's kind of what he looks like. You know, yeah, like an Eli Manning. Where again, I, I'll bring up Eli Manning there. Where no, like Eli, Eli Manning was, makes retarded faces. Whether he whether he did great or whether he did bad, he like his, his emotions, his expressions, like nothing really changed with him. He was always even keeled, and that's what it looks like with a kid. And you look at that, and it's like, man, the kids, the kids got something. And if he stays like that, going into the next series, now this next series is going to be fun. Yeah, because you know how we talked earlier about how fast the Devils are, uh, and the Devils are fast. Well, so are the Hurricanes. <laughs> So this is going to be fucking speed on speed, fucking track meet. Let's go. Like, this is going to be, I think this series is going to be fun to watch for somebody who is not invested. Like, if you're just a hockey fan, yeah, you're going to love watching this fucking series. Obviously, for anybody who's a double fan or a hurricane fan, we're going to be watching it on fucking pins and needles and like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> you know. But just watching it from an objective point of view, I think this series is going to be fun just because you have two teams that are fucking – incredibly fast like stupidly fast yeah and hold on i got a spider <laughs> there's a spider dropping right down in front for, of my for the the listeners here to, to kind of give them a background story on king he does not like spiders i don't i just smacked him <laughs> i don't know where he went but that'll be a problem for another day i guess um <laughs> Interrupting her. First of all, first of all, first of all, how rude. How rude of you, <laughs> Mr. Spider-Man. Remember that um, time at Halloween I dropped a spider, a fake spider in front of you at the bar? That was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, I actually. freaked out. Yep, yep, yep. I, I uh, how are we still friends? <laughs> I, 
I don't know, but that's another thing too. I'm thinking about it now. The last time the Devils won a playoff series, we hadn't met yet. It was 2012, and I was like, "Oh, 2012. Okay, first year we 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 met." I'm like, "Oh, wait, no, I don't think I was around no, to see the met. Devils." We met that fall. We yeah. met in the fall of 2012. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the last time the Devils won a series is when we made it all the way to the Stanley Cup um, in uh, spring and early summer there of 2012. So that's it. As, as in the time that I've known you, uh, the Devils hadn't won. Uh, a playoff series, but see, here's the thing. This year seems to have been that that kind of that kind of change because the Giants hadn't uh, won in the playoffs. They got into one playoff game in the time that we knew each other up yeah. until this year, um, and so now not only did we make the playoffs, but we won in the playoffs. And now the Devils, who hadn't been to the playoffs uh, except for one time uh, in the time that we knew each other, but they didn't win that time in 2017, I think that was. And uh, and now here we are this year, got in playing well, won a playoff series. So maybe some of this uh, juju's changing here. Maybe finally he's coming back my way. Maybe I'll be actually be able to get the goddamn belt back. Yeah, God damn no. it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't know because here's the thing: the Eagles have built a super team. The Eagles have have you know uh, they've raided the entire state of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> and are trying to build a super team. And and granted, Howie's done a great job with that. Uh, apparently, a lot of the NFL executives are pissed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much they, 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 could, they could piss off. Do your job better, then. Um, but here's the other thing, too, is I don't know. Um, super teams don't have a, a fantastic record. There are some that work out, but a lot don't. I agree. So, um, I mean, I mean, just look like I said to I you. Think that, but here's the thing: I think the Eagle, I think the Eagles already have a solid base, and I think that's where they're good. Yeah. So I think I don't think this is going to be that kind of case. I can hope. I'm hoping it's the case, but I don't think it will be. Uh, well, but, here's here's my my um, my hope. Um, comparing, you know, this year's upcoming team to the quote unquote dream team. The dream team was all older vets that we brought in and got labeled that granted this year's team is 99% Georgia Bulldogs but they all have played together at some point of their career so I'm hoping that chemistry still may be there so it might not take some time for players to get used to each other and, and you know their tendencies and stuff like that so I'm hoping that helps um, I'm a lot more confident about this team than the dream team uh, back whenever that was, just because they are a young team and, and they, they have played with each other already. I, that, and that's what I mean. That's what I said. Where the Eagles have a base, they have a base, and they've done nothing but add to that base. And I don't think it's that they, they haven't added bad pieces. They haven't added distracting pieces. They haven't added anything that I think is, um something that's going to detract from what they did last year. Only possibly uh, one player. Who? Jalen Carter. He, he's, no. He's my only, stop. Only stop. Leave him alone. He's fine. Now, can, can, he's not a problem. He's not, you know, he's, he's not somebody who does. I, I don't, I don't get like it, it, it was, it was a, a travesty. Yeah, it was. Happened. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible, terrible thing that happened. But that's not something like he didn't go out and shoot somebody. 
Like he didn't go out and do all this other kind of stuff. Like he didn't do anything to where like he was a thug or he was a criminal or he was doing anything like that, that directly led to like the, the, yeah, the no. laws of something like that. Like I, I, what happened was a terrible accident. Yeah. It's a tragedy, but it's not, uh, like the, the, this kid's not a distraction. Like he, I, I don't see him as a distraction. I don't see him as, oh well, he's you know he's in Philadelphia and he's got he, you know Jalen Carter's been arrested again for you know beating somebody at a bar or something. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. No, uh, you know I don't and, I don't see that, and I don't get the fear for that either. And with you know the the story coming out like a week or two, a week or so before the draft that when Jordan Davis was in or on the Georgia Bulldogs he kind of took Carter underneath his wing. And I've always been saying for the NFL, they, they need to have a better um, mentor program for these young kids coming in. So hopefully Jordan picks up where he, he, he left it and kind of guides them underneath. He says, you know, here's where to stay away from the type of people. But they do, but they, do they, they do have, they, they, I think the NFL does actually a good job with that. And, of you know, kind of trying to guide uh, the rookies and an incoming class on, how to act, how to behave, what to do, what not to do, all the different things like that. Um, having the different speakers coming, having the mentor programs, uh, things of that nature. I think the other thing that is going to help uh, Jalen is the fact that, well, the entire fucking Georgia Bulldogs are the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. So he's going to feel right the fuck at home. He's going to feel very comfortable. Yeah. He's going to know, you know, everybody like, so I, I think that helps too. As much as we joke about it, you know, being the Philadelphia Georgia Bull Johns, um, <laughs> I, I I think that's that also is an actual benefit of having a lot of familiar faces that he will know on there as well. So I don't see I I, I don't see Jalen Carter being a problem. I think that was pushed a lot to help his draft stock fall. Yeah. Um, and the problem was whoever was trying to do that, whether it was the Eagles themselves, whether it was Howie, whether it was other teams hoping that they could get him down lower. Uh, in the teens or maybe the twenties, uh, all you did happen to do was make the Eagles a better team, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Um, but I think if you have to, if you look at everything, uh, you know, again, this is way too early to make predictions. Way too early to start judging who's what, where, why, when, and how. But after you look at free agency, after the draft, everything like that, if you want to take stock of where you would put teams or how you put everything like that. I mean, when it comes to the NFC, I mean, it really is the Eagles, and there's a large fucking gap to everybody else. How close do you right put the Niners? Now, right now. Right right now. How close do you put the Niners then? Or who do you have as number two then? The I, Niners might be the next team. And you think there's a, a wide gap? they're still way the fuck behind. Okay. They're still way the fuck behind because they're still – questionable at quarterback we don't know we you know we got to wait for brock purdy to come back which he's gonna he's not gonna be ready for the start of the season we know that yeah uh, with the tommy john surgery unless he makes some kind of miraculous recovery and that could be um but uh he got the surgery late and all that stuff and so now you have either trey lance or sam darnold and right now the the, the betting money is going to be sam darnold to start the season um because I, I don't think anybody has any confidence in Trey Lance, uh, yeah. and rightfully so. There's there's been no reason to, um, and I feel bad for the kid, uh, but 
at the end of the day, like there's been a lot of, you know, Sam Rosen was one of those quarterbacks, you know, everybody thought he was going to be, uh, or Josh Rosen, sorry, Sam yeah, Rosen, Josh, yeah. the New York Rangers, uh, Josh Rosen, um, you know, people thought he was going to be something. And then he got picked first overall by the Cardinals. And then the next year they dumped him and got Kyle Lemur, you know, and then he went to the Dolphins and the Dolphins got rid of him. They didn't even give him anything. And he just kind of floated off into obscurity where he was a number one pick. He was going to be something, you know, like you yeah. figure he's going to be something. Um, so I, I, I do feel bad uh, for Trey Lance, but, you know, at the end of the day, you you have to show that you can perform. You have to show that you can play the game. And at the end of the day, what he's played twenty games of football total in his life. Yeah, apparently between like college and and you know the couple of games that he's played in the NFL, uh, I, he doesn't have like it, it was a gamble. It was a gamble by the Niners when they picked him, and like with a lot of gambles, it doesn't work out. Yeah, you know, and that's a you know that's an unfortunate thing about it. But now you're the Niners; you still have a window open. Um, but man, that right now, on paper, and again, we know that paper. If paper won championships, the Cowboys would have twenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now, uh, the Eagles are far and away the NFC favorite in my mind. And nobody else is particularly close, even the Niners. And then that's it. Even when they get Brock Purdy back, if you know, if Brock Purdy was a fluke, a fluke last year, let's say like he doesn't perform the way he did last year, this year, then the Niners are in real deep shit. Yeah. So um, there's thing, but again, that's why they play the games. Who knows? We'll get another. Maybe we get another surprise team next year. Maybe the Giants are better than we think. Maybe maybe the Commanders come up. Hopefully, now that they've been sold, they'll change their goddamn name to the Red Wolves, and we can all move on. Um, you know, the NFC North is up for grabs now. What are the Lions going to do? Could the Lions be one of those teams that gets like a 13-14 win season out of their uh, out of Ford Field now? I mean, they seem to be putting things together there. Um, you know, again, they had a running back room so full of talent, they were able to just get rid of DeAndre Swift. Thank you, you know, by the way. To the fucking Eagles. <laughs> Thank you, Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They need more fucking running attacks. Jesus and, and, and it wasn't like a, a second or a third round pick or whatever it was. It was like a, a late second day pick or a late third day pick. We gave I don't know, but uh, you look at that and it's like, what does that tell you? Does it tell you was is there so, was there either something wrong with DeAndre? Was he not getting along there? Did they just feel like they had so much other running back talent? Because that was the thing when the Lions picked the, the the running back earlier in the draft. Everybody's like, "Why are you picking a fucking running back? You have a full running back room plus DeAndre Swift." And then you see later on in the night they trade him. And it's like, oh, so that was that was clearly on their mind. Yeah, to start with. So why was that? You know, um, that's stuff that we don't know. We won't know for years if ever yeah uh, but again i think that's so, it's like detroit could definitely be like one of those surprise teams this year again that nfc north is open wide open now the bears are making moves trying to put more talent and surround uh justin fields with with better players and better talent so i think the bears are going to be much improved from their one win season or they have two wins i don't know yeah it was like one or two and um, green bay finally so, drafted wide receivers after they Traded Aaron Rodgers, not in the first round though. <laughs> never, never in the first round. They're never going to draft a wide receiver in the first round. That's just not Green Bay style. Yeah. Um, 
And and now there's the experiment. Is Justin is just a, a Jordan Love? Why do Jordan you keep up fucking up? I don't know. Uh, is Jordan Love gonna be the guy? Is he gonna be, you know, the third, you know, 15, 18 year quarterback there in in Green Bay that can bring them success, or is he a flop? And was Aaron Rodgers really the only guy they had? I mean, that's we're, we're gonna find this year's gonna be interesting. Gonna find out a lot this year, and that's just the NFC. Yeah. Let alone the fucking AFC. How about the New York Packers? Yeah, but we all kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, you know, and with free agency being what it is, like you know, my brother made that joke because he's a Jets fan, and he's like, first of all, my brother does not want. He never wanted Aaron Rodgers in New York, which he's fucking stupid. So <laughs> I, I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, like I've had, I've had many a guffaw. Me and my father have had many a guffaw at his uh, reluctance to have Aaron Rodgers. It's like, <laughs> motherfucker, have you looked at your fucking quarterback room lately? <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit who to fight. They could bring in for unretire Brett Favre. Fucking pay him with fucking welfare money. I don't give a <laughs> shit. That would still be better than what you got in there now. So you're not in any position or room to be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Fuck off. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. The fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah. So I mean, the 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 Jets. Here's the thing, though. The Jets almost made the playoffs last year with having minus a quarterback. Yeah. You know, the Jets didn't have anybody at quarterback, and they still almost made the playoffs. So now you're going to put Aaron Rodgers on that team. Now you have Alan Lazard on there. Now you got Randall Cobb on there, and that's it. Even if Randall Cobb is a fiftieth of what he used to be, and you know, listen, if he's just a third target on a third down and short, it's still something better. And somebody that has that connection and somebody that has that uh, rapport with him, with Hackett, that knows the plays, that can pick up five yards here, six yards there when they need it, and you know what, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, because you already have you have your deep threats, you have your running game. You have, you know, the, the the offensive line, I think, was the one thing they needed to work on. They did some drafting in that department. They'll work on that, too. But I think I, I think overall the Jets went from just by getting Aaron Rodgers, take away everything else, just by getting Aaron Rodgers, the Jets went from being the Jets to being one of the four or five Super Bowl favorites out of the AFC. And that's just with Aaron Rodgers, let alone adding Lazard, let alone adding Cobb, let alone any of the other draft picks they have, let alone uh, uh, anything else. And then you look at uh, looking at the the bigger picture, at least for me anyway. I think the Bills windows closing. Yeah, I, I think agree. I think they miss Dayball more than they want to believe they do. Yeah, I think Dayball helped Josh Allen be Josh Allen, and you saw last year without Dayball. Josh Allen kind of reverted a little bit into Daniel Jones before Brian Dayball came along. Yeah. All those interceptions, all those turnovers, all those bad mistakes. And now you've seen Daniel Jones becoming Josh Allen, making smarter decisions with the football, not making turnovers, which he normally did uh, a tremendous amount. So you kind of see that kind of switch there. Um, there is a little bit of discord. It seems like in a locker room, uh, You know, I, 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 so like right now, if you're going to tell me right now who I would pick to win the AFC East, I'm putting the New York Jets above the Buffalo Bills. 
Um, and I might even think about putting the Dolphins above the Bills. I might wow. go just Dolphins Bills. I'm not there I, yet. I, yeah, I I'm don't not think... there yet. Tell me, I'm not. I'm not. Put, I'm not doing that yet. But it's certainly under consideration because the Dolphins have done a hell of a lot to improve their team as well. Yeah. So if the Jets make the playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs, the whole Aaron Rodgers trade was a, a bust. If they don't make the playoffs, then it's then it's a bust. Yeah. You have to make the playoffs. Do you have to like make the playoffs? Some people are saying AFC to... Championship game or bust, and I can kind of agree with that as well. Yeah, I I, you know. I have to say the same because again, a player like Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs should get you to the championship game. So anything less than that, I would say this: the, the trade would be a bust. Here's the problem, though: the AFC is so stacked, like you can get tripped up in in the middle. Like, listen, we all thought the Bills were showing for the AFC Championship game last year, AFC Championship game or bust, and they almost lost to the Dolphins at home, and then they did lose to the Bengals. Yeah, at home. So, like again, this is a case where the AFC is so stacked, anybody can take you out at any time, no matter how favored you are. Hell, Jacksonville gave Kansas City a fucking run. Yeah, that's true. Up until the fourth quarter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and Jacksonville's only going to get better. You still have to think about the fucking Chargers are getting better. You're going to have Justin Herbert, even though you know they still have fucking Staley's dumbass running as head yeah. coach. That's really the only thing holding them back. Uh, does Garoppolo do better in Vegas? Does does Vegas finally start putting some of their talent together? That could be something. You know, the Broncos now have Sean Payton. Are they going to step up with Russell Wilson now? Are they going to be like, the, here's the thing. The, the, the There's there's a lot there. Houston is may not be a, a playoff team, but Houston's going to be a hell of a lot better this year. Yes, totally. I agree. guarantee it. Just looking at them, they're going to be a lot better this year. And can, can Indianapolis we... with Anthony Richardson. I think they'll have some growing pains, but I think they're going to win a couple games that people think they won't. Yes. Like the AFC is a fucking stacked kind. Then you, then you go to the North. You have Pittsburgh and that defense, and you get Kenny Pickett in his second year. I think Pittsburgh's a danger. I think clearly you always have the Bengals. You have the fucking Ravens now with Lamar Jackson and and uh, Odell Beckham. Whether or not you think they're a playoff team or can make the Super Bowl, they're still fucking dangerous. No, I agree. Like the AFC has 10, 10 teams that I think are solid good teams that can win a playoff game if they make it and can definitely beat teams that we see as favorites so that's what i mean i think even the number one seed in the afc might have three or four losses simply because the afc is a fucking gauntlet yeah can we both agree though uh D'Amico ryan's he's fucking jacked he still could play Oh yeah! Did you see him in the, oh, yeah. in the, the, the war room? I'm like, holy dude! Like, buy a bigger shirt. He's <laughs> fucking ripping out of it. Well, that's the thing. But listen, if you, if you listen, if you're not going to perform well for the fucking Texans, <laughs> he's going to let you know. Yeah, a <laughs> man is going to let you fucking know. And you know, I don't want I, I don't want that coach pissed off. I'll tell you that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. I will run those laps, sir. Yes. Run, run through that wall. Helmet or no helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, man. I'll 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 go ass first. What do you want me to do? Uh, anything you know? The, 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 oh oh, I have to do like uh, 60, 60 up downs. Uh, sure, why not? I'll do that. Okay. Uh, but I I think that you know it's this is 
uh, here's a problem. This is the only problem I find with the draft is that I'm excited for football now. Yeah, <laughs> so am I. And we still have like fucking six months to go. And uh, so, I mean, but in that case, thank God for hockey. You know, yeah. like I said, you have the hockey players that are doing well. Um, I'm not huge into the NBA, but no. I'll watch a basketball game on a weekend. Like I watched the, the Knicks Heat game uh, on, on Sunday afternoon just because there was really nothing else on. Yeah. And uh, I kind of forgot how much I just like watching the NBA casually. It's yeah. just like, ah, oh, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's, it's something to do. You know, I, I may watch the rest of the the Sixer series, being that uh, Embiid won the MVP. Now, I I still don't agree with that. I think it I think it was. Oh, joking. you just don't like him because he's from the Sixers. Uh, well, number one, no, I don't like anybody from Philadelphia, so <laughs> that's true. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but I honestly do think that Jokic was was better, and I think they just didn't give it to him because they don't want him winning three times in a row. Because like a LeBron didn't win three times in a row, and other people haven't won three times in a row that they think maybe should have. Yeah. Um. And so that's that's the reason why I'm not going to jump in on it because I know some people are saying other things that are um, race related, and I'm not going to dive yeah, into no, that. That's not. And us. I, I I don't think that. Uh, you know, some people may think that, and yeah, you know, listen, it's America. You're free to think whatever you want. Um, but I, I think it's more of, um, you know, and listen, I don't know. Could it be? I, 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 I'm not going to discount anything in, in, in these crazy times in the world we live in, yes. um, whatever. But I think it's more the fact of the, yeah, like a LeBron hasn't won it three times in a row. And there were certain other hall of fame players that people think that are all time greats that haven't won an MVP three times in a row. So they don't think that, you know, uh, well, they used to do that with the Baseball Hall of Fame. They would never give anybody a unanimous yeah. vote because Babe Ruth didn't get a unanimous vote and Ted Williams didn't get a unanimous vote. So if they didn't get unanimous votes, nobody gets the unanimous vote. Yeah. Um, until Derek Jeter got a unanimous vote. So, okay. uh, uh, and rightfully so. But that's what I mean. It's like sometimes people hold on to these stupid things just like oh we can't we can't give it to them because of this or we can't do this because the this should be the precedent and if this person didn't do it then how can somebody else do it and it's like uh you know i i think you you need to remove yourself from that yeah and look at it for that season and look at who has been the most valuable player to their team that season and I think if you look at Embiid and the Sixers and you look at Jokic and the Nuggets I think if you take Jokic off the Nuggets the Nuggets are a fuck they're 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 dead last they're yeah. a fucking they're they're shit um the Sixers without Embiid would they be as good no but I think they'd still be in the playoffs yeah yeah I think yeah they still have Harden yeah. on there so I think you know again uh which by the way Harden for some reason decided to start playing Basketball again <laughs> yeah. for him. Um, plus, but, plus a nice uh, uh, fashion statement showing up, like it was from Sesame Street or something. Like, uh, yeah, the Cookie Monster there. <laughs> uh, but listen, it was Met Gala Day. I get it. He wanted to be in the spirit of it. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I will say the one thing that uh, with the whole MVP uh, voting thing that made my heart happy was the fact that LeBron didn't get one single first place vote. It's the first time. Well, no, he should, but, but he shouldn't have. But he should have, and that's it. If you watched, 
any of the games or just look at the stats or do anything like that, you can see that, I mean, look at the Lakers were lucky to get into the playoffs this year. Yeah. They were lucky. And LeBron, LeBron didn't play too much. Uh, when he did, he, you know, is, is LeBron still a good player? Absolutely. No, I'm not yeah. going to say that as much as I hate his communist Chinese loving ass. Uh, <laughs> you know, ni hao. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, fuck LeBron. He's a fucking terrible player. He's a... No, listen, as much as I don't like him and his politics and other stuff personally, uh, as a player, you can't deny that he's one of the greatest players that has ever played basketball. He Just bottom line. And to say anything else is stupid. Um, but this year, no, he wasn't an MVP candidate. He, he just simply wasn't. Yeah. Um, and and I think he would agree. To, I think I think if you asked him, he'd say you know uh, something stupid first of all, and then he would probably agree with that and say that no, he they they weren't. Um, I think also though on on that side, if you want to look at most valuable player who meant most to the team, if you take LeBron off the Lakers, not only did the Lakers not make the playoffs again, I think they're with the Nuggets in last place. Oh yeah. Like, like without LeBron, I think LeBron personally willed that team to the playoffs just based on his own uh, uh, strength. He yeah. did. Um, and and now they're, you know, they they shut up Memphis, uh, who was, you know, listen, I get it, Memphis, but if you're going to talk shit, you got to back it up. Yeah. And you talked a lot of shit, and you didn't back it up. So, uh, tough shit. You know, since, uh, since we're talking about NBA, you know, I mean, obviously we don't really talk too much about NBA. Oh, wow, um, but here we are. I want to ask your opinion about this. And I, I kind of talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, an article came out that NBA, uh, the commissioner of, of the NBA is thinking about um, putting rules in, like when it comes to, like, to the MVP award and all that stuff, to say that you, you have to play a certain amount of games to help you know, get rid of the whole load management. Right. Do you agree? Disagree? That's something like I that. I agree a thousand percent. I agree a thousand percent because at the end of the day, too, the, the problem with the load management thing is, is you're, you're hurting, you're hurting business. You're hurting the brand. There are people who buy tickets and these tickets are fucking exorbitant. Yeah. To go see these games, to go see these players. And then when you get to the game, Oh, half the team's not playing. Yeah, it's like I listen. I bought these tickets. I bought these tickets for my kid and whatever else. We go. I'm spending two grand just on the tickets to come here to watch LeBron and motherfuckers in street clothes, and I got to watch Scrubby McScrub Scrub <laughs> go ahead and fucking play against you know like it, 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 it and and that could be some people's only game they go to. That could, like it's it's not like it's it's it needs to be curbed somehow. Yeah, and I think that is one way to go. And I know some players are already bitching about it, but guess what? Too bad. Yeah, this you're, is your job. You're making million. Like you're probably making the most money out of the top four sports. Yeah, the NBA players have maybe the best CBA. They have the best players union as it were uh 
They get guaranteed contracts. They control whatever they want to do. They could just say, I want to get traded. I don't want to play here anymore. And it happens. Yeah. Like, like they have so much control and so much other stuff like that. Um, that now it's like, well, I'm going to load manage and I'm only going to play like fucking 50 games out of 82. And it's like, no, like you, you like this, that needs to stop. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. That's one of the few things that Adam Silver has done. That's actually, I agree with because Adam Silver, I think is a terrible fucking commissioner. Yeah, Maybe only Manfred from baseball is worse, but, uh, but both of them seem to have done something right. I think this 65 game minimum for postseason awards, I think that's good. Uh, because that's the other thing too. The players get bonuses and they get other things based on if they're an MVP or if they get voted for MVP or if they're offensive, defensive player of the year, yeah. uh, sixth player of the year, things like that. So uh, I, I think putting that and having that there as the incentive would be like, hey, stop fucking take so many games off and play the fucking sport. I get that. Uh, and like with Manfred with baseball, finally putting in the fucking pitch clock. Um, I think that that the pitch clock has helped baseball immensely. Yes. Immensely. Baseball has become somewhat watchable again. The games don't go on until fucking midnight. You get in two and a half hour, two hour, 15 minute, two hour and a half, you know, two, two minutes, two, two hours, 30 minutes. Uh, games are going faster. Stolen bases are up. Yeah. It's exciting. It's fun. Like it's, it's, a, it's a bit faster pace, which baseball desperately fucking needed. Uh, it's that's been and a huge last call is the eighth inning now it's not the seventh inning no more well no i saw that there were a lot of places <laughs> that because the way it was going uh yeah like you, with by, by the time the seventh inning came you're only there for like an hour and 15 minutes an hour and a half yeah and it got off beer sales and it's like wait a minute we just got here it's like okay you yeah, know we have to adjust that because <laughs> Thank God for the pitch clock, though it's changed that. So then they had, they you know they kept the beer sales going longer, which again is good for the ballpark. It's good for the teams, gets more revenue. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, uh, uh, that's been a huge win for baseball. Uh, so again, you know, when it comes to silver, when it comes to Manfred, blind squirrel finds nut. Good for them. Uh, but uh, the other the other thing that was good that's good for baseball right now is. The Yankees are in last place, and the Orioles are in second place. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with the fucking Yankees, man. They okay, are. Well, fucking... Aaron Judge resorted back to his old way. Oh, I got my money. Okay, ow, I'm hurt. <coughs> oh yeah, he's got the. Uh... Oh, hold <laughs> on one second. He got like he. I think he's on a DL for the, a hip yeah, strain. He's on a ten day DL for the hip flexor or whatever. Yeah. And uh, their bats are quiet. They're not hitting. They're getting good pitching performances, but they're wasting them. Um, you know, and and Boone taking out pitchers when they're performing well, and then the bullpen comes in and fucking blows games. Yeah. Um, not great, you know. And and then especially when you see teams like the Rays get off to the start that they did, you know, now they're coming back to earth a little bit, but they built up such a cushion that you know they can afford to come back to earth a little bit and they'll still be in a good spot yeah so um yankees are gonna have to do something they're gonna have to wake up uh the mets are a fucking travesty that's how it's been the past two seasons i'd say the orioles well minus last year because i think they had like the most losses or second to most losses Yeah, the orioles were fucking terrible um the season before that we 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 were like a, a house on fire fucking in the beginning of the season and then halfway came and they were like Okay, we're going to take the rest of the year off. Yankees were the same way. They sucked in the beginning, 
came on late. So that's that, te- what, that team this year is the uh, is the Pittsburgh Pirates, man. There you are, dude. Yeah, <laughs> on a fucking tear. Who would have thought that? You know, um, I don't. It seems like so- something about Pittsburgh. Like if one of the other teams isn't doing well, like for some reason the team that never does well comes. Up, like the Penguins missed the playoffs for the first time in eighteen years or whatever it was, yeah. and the Pirates are like, all right, we'll be good now. Why not? <laughs> you know, uh, I do want to go see a game out there though. That ballpark is fucking beautiful. I've never been in that ballpark. I've been at. The, the Penguins Arena. I know my sister wanna, has seen a couple of games out in Pittsburgh, baseball games. Um, I want to go see because that's that's one of they say that's probably one of the nicest ballparks, and that's unfortunately for Pittsburgh for the Pirates. That's been their only draw because it wasn't a baseball; it yeah. was the ballpark. It was the atmosphere, the area around it. It looks nice. It's a beautiful ballpark and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it certainly wasn't to play on the field. But now uh, the play on the field is good too. So good for them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yankees got to do something. The Mets are fucking falling apart for all the money they spent. Yeah. Uh, so and you know uh, that, that goes back to us talking about the Eagles too. Um, just because you bring in all these big names or pay a lot of uh, money for these, these players to come in, doesn't mean always mean it's going to work. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. I, but again, I think, and and this is where, uh, you know, I hate it because I hate the Eagles and I hate, you know, giving them any kind of credit. Um, I think this is where having the base that you do and that the base hasn't changed. So the, the team that you got to the Super Bowl last year is basically this team now, except now you've just added pieces. Yeah. And they're not bad pieces. They're not like superstar. It's not like a Terrell Owens piece. It's yeah. not like a Chad Ochocinco or something like that. It's legitimately good pieces that elevate the players around them, elevates the team. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's just, this is not the way I wanted to see this go. <laughs> um, so, uh, and the Giants didn't do nearly enough in my mind, on the wide receiver front, which hurts us. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Again, we got a long time before we hit football season again, uh, but we will see yeah, uh, what I mean, happens. Probably got like another month, and then you get the the June first, uh, you know, free agents cuts, whatever you want to call them. So maybe maybe some wide receivers come available then there for you. We'll see. Well, and that's the other thing too. We, that's we, we forget that there's still other dates coming up here. The yeah. June first date, and other teams letting go other players because of you know salary cap and all that other kind of shit. So there is all of that still going on. But like I said, that's stuff that is coming up later. For now, the draft is done. Now we have hockey playoffs. We have uh, basketball playoffs. There's still st- you know we still got good sports going on. Yeah, and uh, you know again. You got my boy Akira Schmidt. We're playing tonight. Uh, you know, my boy looking super focused. And I'll tell you what, man, if you want to be super focused like him, you got to go get yourself some dubby. Yes, sir. Now, what happened? Where do we where where did he go to get oh. as focused as he did Akira Schmidt? Where did he go? Oh, he he, How went, did he, do he, he went over to W.GG and, and ordered some monkey madness. Oh, see, that's the good stuff. See, I personally, I personally would have went with the dub sludge personally. But that's just me. That's how it kept me focused because I love that stuff. I love the apple taste. It's just the best stuff in the world. But Akira, man, 
he kind of when he's doing some of them saves, kind of looking like a monkey, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just like you know. he's, he's not like Shesterkin flopping all over. The <laughs> you know, he's just out there making these saves, cool, focused, calm, collected. Two shutouts, two shutouts in the first round, and this kid's a rookie. He's twenty-two years old. You don't do that without focus, and that's the focus that you can only get from Dubby, man. This stuff is fantastic. It's great, and it has no sugar in it, so which means you don't get that sugar crash. You don't get that real thing, and that's the other thing you notice with him, man. He's got that focus, and he's got that energy all game. He doesn't crash. He's not down there. He's not like, oh, I'm getting all tired and lethargic. He's not like that. He's focused, and he's shutting out those goddamn Rangers twice in the first round, and that's the only way to do it, and Here's the thing. I bet you he didn't know this, but he might, and he might have. If he would have went to W.GG and got some of his W in the checkout, if he would have put in ST Sports 18, he'd have gotten 10% off his order. I mean, we, That's do, crazy. we, we do have some listeners in Jersey, so maybe he was this listening. This is what I'm saying. You know? This is what I'm saying. So my man's sitting there in the locker room. He's like, man, I got to go into these playoffs now. I got to beat these rags. I got to beat these blue shits. How am I going to do this? I'm just a rookie. I'm just 22 years old. I got to get focused. How am I going to get focused? And then he remembered he listened to his favorite podcast. He listened to Stay Tuned Sports. And he listened to Jimbo and King talk about how if he went to W.GG and put in SD Sports 18, he'd get 10% off his order. He said, you know what? I think that's it, guys. I think I know how to do this. And so he went and he ordered and he drank his dubby. And next thing you know, the Devils are moving on to the second round. So be like Akira Schmid. We built this Schmitty, baby. And we built this Schmitty <laughs> on Dubby. Go to W.GG, put in code STSports18 and get yourself 10% off of your order, just like Akira Schmid. I like that. We built Disclaimer, this Schmitty. Akira Schmid is not an official sponsor of <laughs> State Team Sports or Dubby. <laughs> We built this I, don't want to, allegedly, I don't want to get sued. I don't want to have a Pat Max. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, well, I mean, so let, let's close out the show with a, a, a final prediction. Um, right now it's Wednesday. We're recording Wednesday. Game is tonight. Uh, yes, game one is tonight between the Devils and the Hurricanes. How are you feeling? What do you think is going to happen? Um... For this game or this series? For this game. Because, I mean, game one's got to be uh, the biggest game other than the last game, last game you're going to win because you want to get out to that it, 1-0 lead. It can go either way. It can go either way as you're coming off a high. You just beat your biggest rivals uh, in a seven-game series. You dominated at home. Uh, you only have one day off, and then you're traveling all the way down to, to North Carolina, North Kakalaki. Um, to play the team that beat you by one point for the division. That was see, that's why all this stuff matters, man. If the Devils had just finished one point better, we'd be playing at home, which I think would have been a lot better for us anyway. Um, so we can go one of either way. Either we're gonna come out super flat and we're gonna get just run over, or we're gonna come out on fire, motivated, ready to go. I think the devil's youth helps them at this point because we're a young team. We're yeah. super young. Uh, you know, uh, so I I think that helps with the whole fatigue issue. Or oh, they're going to be real tired after a seven game series. Not really. I don't think we're I I, I don't think we're going to be at that point yet. So I think that helps. I think it'll be a close game. May even go to overtime. I'm going to give the edge to the Devils, obviously because I'm a Devils fan. Uh, 
Okay. So I think the Devils win, but I think it's a super close game. Uh, and like I said, probably even overtime. Uh, but I will give it to the Devils for now. But I think this series goes a few. I think this isn't this isn't going to be a quick series. I don't think this is going to be a this could be another seven gamer, uh, which is then going to start putting some wear and tear on players. Yeah. Uh, but I I that because Carolina is fucking good and just like the Devils, they are fucking fast, man. They are a fast team. So um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I think as long as the Devils don't make stupid penalties and get in their head and play how they played against the Rangers uh, in game seven when they got when they were playing on defense, get that puck right the fuck out, eventually their goals will go in. So if they could do those two things, I think you guys will be okay for tonight. Well, here's the thing, too, is um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> See, you need W. I had it. I had the idea, and and then I lost. Um, with Carolina being so fast, like, uh, this is the other thing that I'm worried about with the Devils. With Carolina being so fast, like, it's such a different game than the Rangers played. Like true, it's. I think that's going to be, uh, you know, a little tougher maybe to adjust to. So I think that's something else that the Devils have that we have to look out for, um, in that respect. Um, I think just watching the game is going to be fun. I think everybody's going to have a blast watching this series yeah. simply because it's just fast versus fast. Uh, but for, as, as a Devils fan, looking at it from that s- standpoint, you're going from a team that was a little bit older and a little bit slower to now you're going to a team that can kind of match you on speed. So you're, I don't think you're going to get as many odd man rushes. I don't think you're going to be able to like just flat out beat uh, their defense or beat a lot of their skaters. So it's going to be a lot more contested. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited. It's the it's it's been a while since I've uh, witnessed some Devils playoff success, and uh, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm gonna get high on some cough medicine here because I'm fucking dying, uh, <laughs> and then watch uh, watch watch some hockey, man, and watch them do that hockey. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, and it's your boy King. Let's go, Carolina. Rangers suck and go fuck yourself, you flyer piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs>